Sirah, a biography of Muhammad, the last messenger of Allah, written by Professor Dr. Safwat Khalilovich. Chapter 21 The Prophet's Wives and Reasons for His Multiple Marriages The wives of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, occupy a special place in the Islamic tradition. The Qur'an refers to them as mothers of the faithful, Ummahatul Mu'mineen. The Prophet is more protective towards the believers than they are themselves, while his wives are their mothers. The 33rd chapter, verse 6. The Prophet's wives enjoyed a special status after his death. They were not permitted to remarry. There is a general consensus about this issue among all Islamic scholars. It is well established that the Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, left behind nine wives after his death. One of his exclusive qualities and privileges was that, unlike other men, he was permitted to have more than four wives at the same time. There are a number of reasons why the Prophet opted for multiple marriages, of which Islamic scholars point out the four essential ones. a. Teaching Islam, establishing certain Sharia regulations, social reasons, and d. Political motives. Before we deal with each of these reasons, we should stress that the Prophet's polygamy should also be regarded in its historical context. In other words, it should be noted that Islam was not the first religion to allow polygamy. Polygamy had actually been practicized by almost all ancient peoples. Athenians, Chinese, Indians, Babylonians, Sumerians, Limits, and Egyptians. The majority of them did not even put any limits to polygamy. Under an ancient Chinese law, a man was permitted to have 130 wives. Moreover, it was recorded that one Chinese emperor had several thousand wives. Judaism also permitted men to have an unlimited number of wives. All prophets referred to in the Torah were polygamous. The Torah also reads that Solomon, peace be upon him, had 700 wives who were free women and 300 concubines who were slaves. Likewise, there is no text in Christianity explicitly prohibiting polygamy. Moreover, it is a historical fact that the ancient Christians had several wives and that some church dignitaries had more than one wife. It should therefore not be surprising that the idea of polygamy exists in Islam too. However, Islam limits polygamy to four wives at maximum, provided that the prescribed requirements are met. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, was permitted to have more than four wives, and that was one of his privileges and special qualities. We shall touch on briefly on the reasons for the multiple marriages of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Islam Teaching Islam, one of the fundamental objectives of the Prophet's polygamy, 
was to provide qualified female teachers who would teach Muslim women the rules of Islam. The Islamic society was in the making and the wives of the Prophet peace be upon him had a very important role when it came to teaching the female population about Islam. The Prophet needed women successfully spread the teachings and rules of Islam to an ever-growing number of women, especially when their rules exclusively concerned female issues that men would feel uncomfortable to discuss with women. It is a common knowledge that the Islamic family and marital life are associated with numerous Sharia rules related to the intimate relations of the spouses, women's menstruation, highs, and postnatal bleeding nifas, spouses' post-intercourse bath, women's hygiene, and so on. It is also well known that Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, was a person with a pronounced sense of shyness. The Hadith read that the Prophet's sense of shyness was stronger than that of a virgin hiding in her chambers. It is therefore understandable that he could not directly answer all questions of other women regarding spouses, marital and intimate relations. Sometimes his answers were metaphorical, and often his wives would directly convey to other women the Sharia rules on family and marital matters. The classical Islamic literature abounds in the related traditions, for example, al-Bukhari and Muslim, report from Aisha that one woman from the ranks of the Ansar, helpers, from Medina, asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, how to wash herself after menstruation. He instructed her, take a piece of cloth, dosed with musk and wipe yourself with it. She asked, how should I wipe myself with it? He responded, wipe yourself. She asked again, how should I do that? He retorted, praise be to Allah, praise be to Allah, wipe yourself with it. Aisha reports, I drew her clothes and told her, wipe yourself by removing the marks of blood. The Hadith literature abounds with similar examples where the Prophet's wives emerged as teachers of the later generations of Muslims. This is a particularly the case with Aisha radiallahu anha, whom the Prophet peace be upon him married when she was very young, owing to which she was raised under his supervision and taught the rules of the faith by him. She outlived the Prophet for almost half a century, teaching many generations the tenets of Islam throughout all that time. Establishing certain Sharia regulations is referred to as the second reason for the Prophet's multiple marriages. It is well known that the pre-Islamic Arabs had a custom of adopting sons, Arabic al-Tabani. Under that custom, the adopted child would be named after the adoptive father, although he was not the child's biological father. In the Islamic law Sharia, the institute of adoption was abolished, naturally. The Sharia law recommended care for orphans and the children unprovided for, 
but did not allow a full adoption, which implies a change of the child's name by attributing the child to the adoptive parent. Siras read that prior to the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, adopted Zayd ibn Haritha, whom he had received as a slave from his wife Khatija. Since the Prophet's male children had died, he adopted Zayd, whom people started calling Zayd ibn Muhammad, the son of Muhammad. Under a custom of the time, if a foster son divorced his wife, his foster father was not permitted to marry her. That custom was abolished and the Prophet married Zainab bint Jahsh. She had previously been married to his foster son Zaid, but that matrimony was not successful in a divorce. This is referred to in the Noble Quran. When you, Prophet, said to the man who had been favored by God and by you, keep your wife and be mindful of God, you hid in your heart what God would later reveal. You were afraid of people. It is more fitting that you fear God. When Zaid no longer wanted her, we gave her to you in marriage so that there might be no fault in believers marrying the wives of their adopted sons after they no longer wanted them. God's command must be carried out. The 33rd chapter, verse 37. It is worth mentioning that Zayd ibn Haritha, radiallahu anhu, is the only companion of Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, who is mentioned by name in the Noble Quran, as the cited verse shows. Social reasons are emphasized in the literature as the third reason for the Prophet's multiple marriages. It is well known that Islam devotes great attention to the institute of marriage, as it is through marriage that close human ties, relationships, and friendships are established and fostered. For these reasons, the Prophet, peace be upon him, married Aisha, who was a daughter of his loyal friend and companion, Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. This marriage additionally fostered the ties between Abu Bakr and the Prophet since they became in-laws. The Prophet forged the same kind of ties with the famous Umar ibn al-Khattab, having married his daughter Hafsa radiallahu anha. After her husband had got killed, the Prophet, peace be upon him, took her under his protection, thus becoming even closer to Umar radiallahu anhu. It is necessary to point out that among the social reasons for the Prophet's multiple marriages was also his effort to financially secure as many widows as possible who had become unprovided for. This is obvious in the case of his marriage to Zainab bint Khuzayma, whose husband, Abdullah ibn Jahsh, fell as a martyr in the Battle of Uhud. Zainab needed to be taken care of, and this is exactly what the Prophet did. The same is the case with his marriage to Ummu Salama, who was a widow of Abu Salama. Classical biographies state that she had small children, 
and the Prophet, peace be upon him, assumed the care for them. Political Motives Political motives constitute a very important reason for the Prophet's multiple marriages. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was at the helm of a newly created state in Medina, and he had to reason as a politician as well. One such example is his marriage to Juveria bint al-Harith, who was a daughter of a tribal chief. She was assigned to the Prophet as a captive taken in a war against the tribe of Benu Mustalik. Since the Prophet was very considerate toward the ones who fell into disgrace after living a life of honor, he married her to save her from ending as someone's servant, and with the expectation that by releasing the captives he would win over the herds of the Banu Mustalik tribesmen. The Muslims released the captured members of that tribe, calling them the laws of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. After that, the whole tribe converted to Islam. Similar was the case of his marriage to Safiya bin Huyei, daughter of the head of the Jewish tribe of Banu Nadir. With these matrimonies, the Prophet, peace be upon him, tried to reduce the enmity between the Muslims and the people of the book. Likewise, with his marriage to Ummu Habiba, daughter of the Meccan chief, Abu Sufyan, the Prophet wanted to improve his relations with the Meccans and win them over for Islam. Based on the foregoing, it is clear that Allah's Prophet, peace be upon him, did not for multiple marriages in order to satisfy his lust. Those who nevertheless criticize him, arguing that he did so in order to satisfy the needs of the flesh, should be reminded of the following indisputable historical facts. First, the Prophet, peace be upon him, could have chosen the most beautiful young girls as his wives and thus have great physical pleasure. However, he did not do so. The only virgin he married was Aisha, radiallahu anha, whereas all his other wives had been married previously, and the majority of them were of an advanced age. This beyond doubt indicates that satisfying the needs of the flesh was a secondary importance for the Prophet, peace be upon him, as his primary objective was compliance with high ethical requirements. In that way, the Prophet reaffirmed that he possessed the noblest human virtues. This is clear from the specific reasons that motivated his respective marriages, as it is obvious that physical pleasure was never a decisive factor behind them. Second, it is well known that Muhammad, peace be upon him, spent his childhood and adolescence in Mecca, living an honorable and virtuous life, on which Muslim and non-Muslim scholars agree. Even in that young age, he possessed high moral qualities and was known under the nicknames El Sadiq, the Truthful One, and El Amin, the Trustworthy One. The Prophet's biographers recorded that while the Meccan youth indulged in wine, gambling, and womanizing, he refrained from such vices. Third, 
The Prophet, peace be upon him, spent the major part of his life married to one woman, from the age of 25 to the age of 50. He was married for 25 years to Khatija, who was 15 years his senior. It was only after her death, he was in his 50s, that he had more than one wife, and important reasons were behind each of these marriages. For a better understanding of the reasons for the Prophet's multiple marriages, we shall briefly explain the circumstances surrounding each one.